So they come from ever, from ever, ever, forever, ever, 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 Sorry. Uh, Destiny News Plus, Guardian Games so 20, Laurels, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. <laughs> Shut up, let me read. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. <sighs> so, welcome to the show. Well, I am Night Demon. Hi, Demon. On my right is Parody. Hi, and on Parody. my left is a Respawn. Hi, Respawn. Hi, Respawn. Hello, everyone. So, it's on my banner this week. It's been an enjoyable week. I've enjoyed it. Have you guys enjoyed it? I... Okay, if you haven't, so I have. <laughs> I haven't been online much. <laughs> it is really the first day I've been online. Busy week this week. Yeah, I've... I've enjoyed it, and I've actually only played because my body has apparently decided that like sleep is for the week, and no matter what time I go to bed, then I should be awake at like you know six six thirty in the morning. Sleep is a crutch, homeboy. Yeah, so, uh, apparently that's that's my body. Apparently has has listened to too much respawn, and now has taken that to heart. So <laughs> I, I I can say on the U.S. East Coast around like six a.m. on weekdays, the solo queue on Iron Banner isn't bad. I've actually had you know. Mm. Got mercy to time or two, mercy of the other team a time or two, but pretty much every other game has been has been fairly evenly matched. You know, there's one one unbroken person on each team. You know, each team has at least one or two people with the trials gear. So it's like you know maybe their whole like round robin snake draft. You get the first trials god. You get the other trials god. You get the second trials god. You get this guy who's just unbroken but not a trials god. Maybe it's it's working out. I don't know. No, it's but, not. No. No. Okay. I I played <laughs> I played a lot of Iron Banner this week, and I really did think that I thought I'll go into the solo playlist because apparently that had that you know the snake draft thing, and and I was feeling that they'd changed it again, and I wasn't hundred percent <laughs> sure, and I I kept playing, and it was it was like it had been before, where we would either get mercyed or we would steamroll the other team, mm. and I then lent back to a bit more of jumping into the normal iron banner which was a little bit fairer to see which was strange <laughs> to be honest you know there was still a couple of twos and three teams in there but it seemed to be a bit more balanced with how everyone was playing and it wasn't until i listened to massive breakdowns podcast who pointed out that dmg on twitter a couple of days ago pointed out that um the test that they ran in the last iron banner uh, gave them some great data but the changes were reverted for this Iron Banner. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the, the changes I thought I was enjoying was not actually the case. I was just no. lucky. I think you were. The team is working on some changes and bug fixes for that and plans additional tests next season. But it would have been nice for them to tell us that it was just going to be that one Iron Banner rather <laughs> than, uh, oh, we're, we're making this change and then just leaving it at that. It has to be, I think it was Benji on Twitter 
you know, was the one that kind of pulled it to DMG's attention. He said, I don't know what's going on in Iron Banner, but it feels like lobby balances has been cranked up by 100%. If I don't drop 40 to 50 kills minimum in a game, we ain't winning that game. And that's not an exaggeration. And then DMG said, you know, no changes to the lobby balancing on our end, but, you know, the tests they ran last Iron Banner have now been reverted. It's like... Why Which can't you tell us this change on your end? <laughs> Why can't you tell us this? <laughs> Why didn't you tell us it last time that it was just going to be that iron banner? Why wait for people to play and then realize that or think they're going mad that there might be some kind of change, but not actually some kind of change? You you don't know until you actually question them. And then until you know, we're not gonna send a message to DMG and go hang on a minute, I think I've been steamrolled about 20 games in a row. I mean, I've got quite a lot of footage this week for the YouTube <laughs> where I got steamrolled. I got steamrolled and steamrolled. And all I was doing was playing the singles. I was like, doesn't matter. I'm getting my bounties done. I'm getting there. But yeah, I, I wasn't, I mean, I did have a quick look through Twitter, but it wasn't as obvious until I kind of clicked. I knew what I was looking for. But yeah. It, it was reverted again. Yeah, I just, uh, I just absolutely love the no, no change on our end, except for the fact that we turned off the thing that we told you we turned on, which I think qualifies as a change on your end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bungee, bungee, oh, bungee. Oh, on our toes. Well, that's a way to put it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a good way to put it, but it's a way to put it. But I can tell you some good news. What's the good for next week in Destiny, Warlocks, Hunters, and Titans will <gasps> face off when Titan Games returns. No! And that's what we're officially calling it. No. The Titan that's, Games. That is definitely we not what we're calling it. It's <laughs> the second annual Titan Games. Nope. We can put a stop to Cargan's plans in the Insight Terminus Nightfall the Ordeal, and all Grandmaster Nightfall ordeals become available. So all you have to do is get to 1325 in any means necessary. Then you can go and select that from the director, and it has a little drop-down box to say which Nightfall you want to select, and bang your head against for the next 10 hours. And then we have Showdown returning to the Crucible. Parody. And Showdown, that's where two teams of four vie for dominance by seeking which team can score the most kills in a timed round. Try to be the first team to win the best of three, because if you're tied going to the fifth round, it becomes sudden death, and you get one final life to prove which Titan is the best Titan. Who the Titans? None of the Titans! Ah, ha, ah, 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 ah! So if you're wondering, Respawn has poor audio because he forgot to pack his microphone. He's in a hotel traveling on brand is it does it sound poor does it really no it okay. just sounds like you're in a hotel yeah what it, does it, that it's mean it's it's better than airport better than car not quite as good at home as home at desk it's in that it's in that range uh, although i did point that home at desk last week sounded different to the home at desk the week before he he's, says he he's such anything. a liar no no okay, we, the we, only the only, only thing that changed at home is i added two brand new gaming monitors that is the literal only change that i have made and so why did you add two gaming monitors because so you wanted to see all the titles the acoustics so no nothing so changed what you're saying is you made no changes except for the changes you made 
just like Bungie. I made no changes to the <laughs> microphone or its sound. No, or nobody its said you. Nobody said you made any changes to the settings. We just point. No, we pointed out that you added something to your computer, which also then changed something internally and You're said, "No, no, no." This microphone should not sound like this. But you've changed you, you've changed the sound profile of them by having different hard surfaces in different places. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Sound waves bounce. You've Talking about them. things that have been changed, Guardian Games has been changed this year. So um, this week at Bungie for the 15th of April, 2021, things are afoot. Things Spring are is here afoot. and competition is in the air. The second annual Titan Games are kicking off on April 20th. The theme of this event returns, pitting class against each other in a friendly competition to showcase their skills and combat. Last year, Titans dominated the field for nearly the entire event, and warlocks or hunters bounced back to dethrone those gargantuan punching machines. Nope, because is a bunch of cheating that like to skew numbers in their Titan mean having asses favor. So they do put a link to the Guardian Games event page, which I can quickly go over. So it's a free event for all players. So you'll be happy with that respawn. You can draft in as many fake accounts as you like for hunters. The Vanguard have secured a ceasefire with the Cabal Empress Keitel, and humans enjoy a brief moment of respite. Eager to celebrate Guardians and lift spirits, Zavala sounds the call to competition, and the class's banners are raised around the tower. The Guardian games have returned and glory awaits. I continue to love how we have like an Olympic Games in the middle of an ongoing conflict. Like, hold on, guys, hold on. These are here. It's fine. Actually, <laughs> no, historically speaking, even during the world wars, on Christmas Day, there's a ceasefire and they commune with one another. And there's even uh, a go back. where they like played that. football with each other, right? In in the midst of battle on Christmas Day, so it's not impossible. It is heard of even in our society outside of video games in real life. It's happened. Call it ceasefire during particular events in order to celebrate that event in one way, shape, or form. Right. So I'm not sure if Guardian Games qualifies as Christmassy. Maybe the Guardians it does. I don't know. But some sort of, yeah, some sort of special event where everyone yeah. can come together. And now, what I want to know is, do, do the Fallen have their own? Uh, uh, Guardian games? Is, is there some sort of you know cabal games that go on at the same time? That's what I like to know. <laughs> Their games are killing guardians, man. Yeah. <laughs> do, do all the cabal get together to see who can throw the guardian the farthest or something? Probably. So we can earn medals from Eva Levanto by completing contender cards and triumphs. Each week is a new chance to be recognized as the top class in the games. Each week, Podium ceremonies will grant guardians with distinctive gold, silver, or bronze auras, which will last the rest of the week. The winning class will be recognized at the Guardian Games closing ceremony, that's May 7th to the 11th, complete with resplendent fireworks and a trophy displayed in the tower all year long. So does this replace the old trophy that is sat next to Zavala? So if it goes to Hunters, where does it go if it goes to Hunters? Does it just go down in the we don't have to hangar? That because Does it go in the place that Kate used to stand? There's, there's no point in even discussing it because Bungie will never let us win it. Right? It's, it's probably going to stay in the exact same spot and they'll just change the gold on the, on the statue to whoever wins it and it'll be the exact same statue. 
No, actually, I think I think what he says makes a little more sense. They'll probably put it, assuming Bungie ever decides to stop nerfing Hunter numbers, I'm assuming he'll probably put it, like he said, where Cade 6 used to be, a.k.a. the hangar where nobody goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Memorial. Yeah, right? It's going to be like, hey, you got your statue. Where's it at? You got to find it. What the what? So the participation requirements for this year, it says, while all players are invited to participate in the Titan games, new players must first meet the following requirements. Create a Titan, escape the Cosmodrome to unlock the tower. Once new players have met the above requirements, they will unlock a milestone telling them to speak to Eva Levante in the tower courtyard. Who will assign you a Titan if you do not already have a Titan assigned to you? Yes. I want to be angry, but he's got a... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, look, look. I mean, at some point in time, we have to understand and we have to accept the reality that it is. Even though Bungie has to nerf our numbers because obviously people love playing Hunter so much. I told you. We need to accept that. Nobody's getting a nerf. Nobody's getting a nerf this year. Uh, no, this is what I'm trying to tell you. That. They have not yes, they have. Anywhere. Yeah, would you, I, will, I will read it to you. In the twab if you would read. They I did read the twab. twab. Uh, did you did read? Not, or it said everything. Read? It said everything about the Guardian games except the numbers. Hold on. I'm going to go back and look again. TWA freaking B. That's the space. You don't add it. Anyway, last year we received a lot of feedback on how the overall scoring worked. You can read through this post for Refresher. But the TLDR is that we had class-specific scoring weighted to account for the difference in class population. We did this to make sure that the hunters didn't have a huge advantage because of, well, how many hunters there are. Because this year, them! this year, we won't be doing any initial weighing on the scoring. Everyone's points will count the same. How the hell Again, is that? This year, we won't be doing any initial yeah, 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 waiting yeah. on the scoring. You, but like, Everyone's points will count you, the same. I promise you I read the top. At you. the start. Because people were asking questions in the chat, and I was answering them from the top. And Nobody I should be asking you in questions the in the chat. <laughs> I answered Nobody. it because I had read the Twabby Twab, right? And it was good information. I just... I just point this out now nobody asks him questions that actually relate to things like this shut up i answered the question no, you can't ask questions you've given correctly no 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 i think what respawn is actually getting confused is that they said that they initially won't be weighting the score so that gives them leeway to actually if they do need to weigh them later on to make it even they will but initially, the scoring won't be oh, weighed. Yeah. As soon as Titans aren't first, it'll be weighed. Well, 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 no. well, no, they go on to say, here's how we're going to do instead. Is, you know, you're going to be able to, to win these medals. Bronze gives you a point, silver two points, gold five, platinum 15. We still have to account for the different class populations. So this year, the class that comes into third place each day will get a permanent 10% bonus on scoring going forward. So they're not nerfing, they're buffing the numbers. So if you come in last... They're going to give you a permanent boost so you can hopefully not come in last the entire week. Because if they don't nerf the Hunter numbers, Titans will always be last. So again, they're buffing their Titans once again. Uh, sir, you're assuming Titans are going to be last. Mm-hmm. That's a big assumption. 
The Hunters, I mean, to be fair, I think the Hunters did play like one day last year. They all left. So yeah. yeah. So so the Hunters will probably play the one day. We'll get the permanent 10% boost. And then we'll come back and destroy everyone because the Hunters will give up like day two. Uh, so is it only the first day that you get the boost? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Right? So, okay. No, what's all, right, all right. All right. Class, class BS aside, right? We all know that the least number of uh, people are the warlocks, right? They just, I mean, strictly from numbers, there's not as many warlocks, right? So, right. we're thinking they're probably going to be last. Okay. Right. So, okay. Okay. Keep that in mind. Yep. So, um, if they come in last the first day, which is predictable, mm-hmm. right? Then. Are you telling me that they're the only class for the rest of the game? No, no, no. no. Each, each, day, day. each day. Each day. It's a daily reset on it. So if you're if you're permanent. third place of the day, you get the boost going forward. You get okay. a permanent, listen to that wording, permanent, permanent 10%. 10%. So, so if, if, the, if, if the Warlocks come in, come in last, last two days in a row, they now have 20%. No, ball. no. They get 10% and then another 10% on top of that. And then if they come in last again the third day, 10% on top of that. So 10, 20, 30%. No, no, no. Is is this added? No, no, no. no. If you're you're giving two discounts or two bonuses to somebody when you're working out something in in shopping-wise, you don't – if somebody comes in with, like, two vouchers that are 10% off, you don't give them 20% off. You give them 10% off the price – and then you give them another 10% off of the 10% price reduction. So it's not 20%. It works out to be something stupid like 17.5% yeah. in total. It's not. It, it's a cumulative. But, but, but it's it's idea, not it, adding them it, all together. It's adding something to it. It's not just 10 and then 10. And they, Correct. They, they're they're going to get but, more than 10. Yes. Okay. Yes. That was my whole point. Whether yes. it's 20 or 17 or whatever, they, they're getting more than Right. The more you lose, the the bigger your catch up mechanic will be. You'll have uh, at least more of a, you know, yeah, yeah. If you come in, you lose, you're going to have five days worth of a boost to try to make it, you know, try to come back. Sure. Yeah. It. yeah it won't be 50%. It'll be, you know, 39.6 or whatever, you know, their number works yeah. out to. So if then that class suddenly starts them becoming second and somebody else drops down to 10, uh, drops down to third, they will then start getting the 10%. So then they will be brought back up. And in line, so somebody's going to get a ten percent boost at some point. So if the hunters suddenly drop down to third, they'll start getting the ten percent boost for that day. And then if they drop to the third to the next day, they get the extra boost of the extra ten percent on top of the ten percent. So it kind of evens its way out, so that somebody's kind of it's always going to be rotating. And maybe this is a better way of them working it out rather than waiting you from what they did last year. And let's face it, they've got a lot of numbers and things that how they worked it out last year. So Hopefully, fingers crossed, it seems to work out better this year with how it's going to be worked out. You guys just need to show up this year. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I worry about. That's the flaw in the system is, is even with the boost. If you know, Because they say, yeah, we've tested the new scoring system and with last year's data, you know, it seemed to pr- provide more competition. You know, we've seen different classes winning through the events. Hunters will likely win early on because of their population advantage. But as the bonus kicks in, the competition should tighten up quickly. This all depends on people playing the full week, and that I think I'd be—I would love to at least have like even just raw numbers on like how many people from each class competed each day. Because if you know, if everyone says, "Oh, we'll do this the first day or two," I'll get my reward for it, and then I'll ignore it till the end of the week. 
you know, if again, because there's more hunters, I'm just going to say, you know, if more hunters start playing and then give up halfway through or say, this is dumb, I'm not doing this, it's going to be a runaway with, you know, the classes who have already gotten the boost. No, are but then you say that. People not playing. Because this is not an event I don't think people are going to play it the whole way through. If the hunters decide, like last year, they'll play for the first couple of days and then they go, oh, it's not for us, and they drop down to third place. By the last week, if they are still in third place every single day, they've got that 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%. Oh, yeah. So That's exactly playing, what I was thinking. Exactly. They start playing, it then works in their favor. Yeah, yeah, which, which, yeah, yeah. if they can get their act together and all come back and, and win at the end, great. Right. Yeah, it just, it, you know, people seem to, I don't know, people don't seem to have that rallying, I don't know, uh, not mentality, but yeah, just the, oh, this this event is dumb, I'll ignore it until it's over. <laughs> I'm just I'm curious to see how this pans out. It's I'll be interested in playing it differently. I think. I mean, even if it's not a great solution, it is at the very least a better solution than what they did last year. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And, and I'm happy we have a playlist that we don't have to fight the other classes for things. I'm happy we get that new strike play, the Guardian Game Strike playlist. This is like the yeah. standard Vanguard playlist, but it will group players together by class. This feeds into the laurel collecting mechanic where players will have a chance of bonus laurels when picking up the laurels generated by a player of the same class. <laughs> now, here's, here's the question on that, right? Let's say the hunters are all playing in mass, right? Let's just say that. Now, if there's a lot more hunters on the servers, <laughs> does that mean the hunters are going to compare against hunters and hunters win no matter what? There's no crucible in this. This is strike yeah. playlist only. Yeah. Strike. Somebody strike. that's read the twab should know this. No, but I'm just saying, man. That that's what crucible looks like anyway. Have, have you not been into crucible? It's mostly <laughs> hunters. It's hunters all the way down, and then like two warlocks. Yeah, but no, titans are the best, right? No, hunters are the best in crucible, hands down. Hands <laughs> have been frozen from across a map and then murdered by a tornado. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing to compete with that. <laughs> so with the new guardian games this brings modifiers we didn't have this last year so this new playlist will have gameplay modifiers added based on the previous day's class standings classes will get benefit modifiers tied to gold silver and bronze placements but they'll also get negative modifiers also added so gold if you win hunters for the first day you get health Shields and recovery are increased, and kinetic weapons deal more damage. Warlocks, if you come in silver, melee abilities recharge faster, elemental damage is increased from guardian sources, and more heavy ammo available. And titans, if we come in last, we get bronze, which is grenade abilities deal more damage and recharge much faster, which is what we want when we're a titan, basically. So let's go for bronze. Elemental damage increased from guardian sources. So the negative modifiers added to the playlist so this is only in the specific strike playlist so the gold class gets two modifiers silver gets one these modifiers are themed around classes that finish lower on the podium so titans your bronze negative modifier is combatant melee attacks deal more damage your silver is combatant melee attacks deal significantly more damage warlocks incoming damage increased while airborne and silver is incoming damage significantly increased while airborne. Hunters, your bronze is radar is disabled, and your silver is radar is disabled and combatants don't flinch when damaged. Now, what this means is, say the hunters win gold, 
So the next day, they will get the gold ability, which is health, shields, and recovery are increased, and kinetic weapons deal more damage. But you will also get two modifiers of the below classes. So if the warlocks come second the next the first day, the hunters will get the silver warlock um, negative modifier. So they'll get the incoming damage is significantly increased while airborne. And if the titans come in third, the hunters will get combatant melee attacks deal more damage. So this is worked out on who comes where in the standings. Are you, are you guys understanding this? <laughs> yeah. So you'll, yeah. Get a, you'll get a good modifier, but you will also get, depending on where other classes come below you, you'll yeah. get their equivalent so of silver and bronze. Come in third out of some morbid curiosity. Who comes in first? Okay. Hunters first, warlocks third, third. titans. Okay, second. so you'll get your gold abilities regen and your kinetics uh, deal more damage. You will then get the Titan Silver ability, which is combatant melee attacks deal significantly more damage to you hunters. And the Warlock Bronze, you will get incoming damage is increased while airborne. And that is only on the hunters. So say that the Titans come in second, you will then get incoming damage is increased while airborne from the Warlocks because they came third. That's how it's going to work. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, it does. I mean, obviously, it's going to get more complicated as it goes. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't get more complicated. Those are the six modifiers from, you know, if if you come yeah. last, if the Titans come last, they don't get any um, modifiers because they're last. Yeah, any bonus. Yeah, any bonus or any buff or debuff. You, you, yeah, you get the buff, uh, but you don't get the debuff. Right. Yeah, the, it, it, the thing that I didn't see at first off is this one Guardian Games strike playlist. So this isn't like... You know, you're not going into Crucible with, you know, all the debuffs on. You're not going into a raid. You're not going to anything else with all these buffs and debuffs. This is just for this one Guardian Games Strike playlist, first off, which I totally missed when I was reading this the first time around. Mm-hmm. And you, you've done a good job breaking this down, Night Demon, because I, I was the Mercules to your Kit Ketcha when I listened to Massive Breakdown this week, because I was like, I read all these, but my brain's just like, I'm too dumb to understand this. And, 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 <laughs> Basically broke it down the same way you did, yo. Know, if 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 you know, here's here's the ranking of everybody. Here's how this works. It's like okay, that makes sense. So yeah, basically yeah, based on your class's standing, you either get the buff, you get the buff or debuff depending where you ended and where the other two classes ended. Which you explained much better than I have, and much better than my yeah, understanding I mean, before we recording this. <laughs> they should they should have kind of done a little table. I mean, they've done a little table on the TWAB saying. Right, this is the bronze and the silver for the Titan, Warlock, and Hunter. But they underneath, they said silver classes only get the modifiers from bronze class below them, and gold classes get a combination of both silver and bronze. But they, yeah. it, it's not kind of explained. They, you know what I mean. They, they, they've kind of yeah, done a, they, a proper... Yeah, they should put an example in like you did. You know, if Hunters get gold, yeah. uh, so Warlock and Silver tend to get bronze, that's what this means. You know, Give us an example of it, because yeah, it's, it's a lot of buffs and debuffs, and you're going Okay, I see buffs and debuffs, I mean, but why and how? It, it sounds like the better you do, the better the buffs, and also the more debuffs. Yes, I that's mean, right. That's... You get two debuffs if you get gold. You only get one if you get silver, and if you get bronze, you get that 10% extra boost. You don't get any debuffs, but you get a buff. Ta-da! And I'm sure that on when you click on the strike playlist i'm hoping cross fingers when it comes up with the modifiers along the side that it'll tell you what modifiers that are going to be that day so you don't have to keep referring to the twab or listening to us explain it 
time after time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they'll probably just show it like they show it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, since it's a daily reset and your group by class, all you know, they can display one set of information to all three of you, and it's the same thing. So, yeah, I, I, let's hope they do that. And it doesn't actually say you have to shoot people in the face with rabbits or something crazy. <laughs> like they, they like to say, hey, here's a thing. Oh, right. by get punches solar, we actually meant swords that are, arc. you know, honest mistake. <laughs> you know, I, I think we're overlooking the psychological aspect of this, right? So you go to pop into this uh, playlist, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the fact that you're being paired with only your kind is kind of an advantage, right? I mean, it just gives, gives you that, that rallying feeling. That's what I'm thinking. I, don't know. I might be yeah. over, overselling it or whatever, but if I jump in, oh, every time I jump into like just like a random strike or a random event and I see multiple hunters, I get a little bit of a surge of pride personally speaking right so if we jump into a playlist where all you see is your brethren whether it be you know hunter titan you know or the other one um (laughs) (laughs) or i mean it just it's gonna make you feel good you know i mean i'm thinking that might encourage people to play just knowing that you'll see others you know that play your class you know instead of like you being a warlock and seeing nothing but hunter titans all Right, and and just and again, and finally, Bungie, we have a you know a, a a competitive event sort of, and we're not fighting other people for the. I'm not fighting to pick up laurels. I'm not trying to get kills so I can get the laurel for my class. Right. Whoever gets the laurel, yeah, you know, it's going to stack as opposed to, yeah, you're not fighting each other, which is just a nice, you know, a nice you know quality of life change that which, seems like it makes sense. I, I agree. think you will be fighting other people for laurels if you play in other. St- playlists so if you're playing right. in crucible gambit normal playlists, nightfalls whoever gets that um kill will drop a laurel and then you have to collect it mm. yeah so so they've at least you know if you want to play the event and enjoy you know play the event and max out on that event yeah. at least they've given you a to go do that so we mentioned that there's a medal case that you'll receive from from Eva Levante to store your hardware until you're ready to visit the podium in the tower to bank them for your team. Once you have the maximum medals for a certain type in your case, make sure you go and turn them in as many more earned for that type will be lost. Turning medals will give you a chance at receiving an event package depending on the medal type. So you have a maximum carry number? Oh, that's a little aggravating, actually. Uh, It's the same as yeah, sort of like everything else. There's there's a maximum of something, but I don't remember there being a maximum last year. That's not saying much. <laughs> but still, I'm you not... didn't have a maximum you could carry last year. You just banged however many you had on hand, right? I do feel like there was some kind of cap to it. I don't I don't remember, but I do feel like there was some sort of like, hey, you should go these. You won't earn any more at this point. Night demons giggling. I think he knows something. I'm I'm not giggling. Oh, don't you giggle? Just hearing the giggling in your own head. That's all. Yeah, I told you that in confidence parody, and now you're just broadcasting it to the world. I thought that was a voice in my head that told me that, not your voice. <laughs> you can't use the same thing twice in a row, man. So the laurels are kind of like they're they're colored versions of the moats that you normally pick up in Gambit. So they'll be red for Titans. What is it? Let me find a picture. I can't find a picture now. 
Red for Titans, yellow for Warlocks, blue for Hunters. That would do, yeah. Unless you respawn so, and the color blindness is broken, so who knows what colors it'll be for you. <laughs> respawn, right. you pick up all the red ones, my friend. <laughs> so, whichever you see on the ground when you're running that stray playlist, go for that color. What yeah. color is going to be? So, pick up laurels dropped by other players during Guardian games to purchase bounties, contender cards, and rewards from Eva. Laurels will drop in all activities except for Gambit and Crucible, where they will be awarded after the match has ended. So, you don't have to worry about kind of picking up that <laughs> that person's laurel after you've killed them. It will have Supremacy. I'm a little sad about that, but okay. <laughs> Please note, players must wear their Guardian Games class item to generate laurels and progress the Guardian Games bounties. Previous Guardian Games class items, the Cunning Rivalry Cloak, the Mighty Rivalry Mark, and the Sage Rivalry Bond will not generate laurels or progress any Guardian Games bounties. I am Which glad means... they pointed that out, because you know mm. somebody's going to want to support their yes. gold from last year. But that doesn't make any sense, you know. You should be able to put it on and it still work. So delete laurels... them. <laughs> what is happening right now? So unrecovered laurels do not go to players' postmasters and must be picked up to count towards their total. So this oh, is any ones that do oh. drop on the ground. So bring yourself off the cliff chasing the laurel. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, yes. As long as you get the laurel, it's all fine. <laughs> Does does gravity work differently for laurels? Because I'm pretty sure we fall at the same speed. <laughs> so you can earn your medals from triumphs, contender cards, and activity completions. Medals are stored in the medal case found in the quest inventory. Turning completed medals into the podium tower will increase your team's score. And again, if the medal case is full, medals earned through claiming triumphs will be lost. So make sure that you don't click on claiming that triumph before you check your middle case. So check it first, then go. That's right. All you hunters out there, I know. Basically, you're going to have to go to the tower. You're going to have to go to the tower and do Hold stuff. On. I'm talking to my brethren. You hunters out there, I know you want to hoard the treasure. I know you do. I, I feel you. But in this particular case, it's going to count against us. All right. We don't need any other stuff counting against us this time. So we got we to gotta remember to turn them in so we don't lose them. All right. Don't hoard. Let me say that again. Don't hoard the medals. Got it? Good. Moving on. Also, play fat first day. <laughs> Show up more than the pretty much. Contender cards. This year, we are introducing a new way to earn points for your team called Contender Cards. You will be able to pick these up from Eva in exchange for laurels and can have one active at any given time. Completing objectives in Strikes, Crucible, and Gambit will grant gold medals upon completion. There is also a special Platinum Contenders card that will focus on completing objectives in Nightfalls, Survival, and Trials. This will be the only way to earn Platinum medals. Completing a Platinum card will earn you an All-Star status and a special reward at the next podium ceremony. Card. So that is doing Nightfalls, Survival, and Trials. So Survival and Trials are your Crucible ones, nightfalls are your PVE activities. So no raids, just nightfalls all the way. Make sure you complete your Platinum Contenders card before the daily reset on Friday if you want to lock in your all-star status for the weekend. Hold on, there's a daily reset on Fridays. No, no, there's daily resets 
but every if, you day. Want, if you want to lock it in for the all-star status for the weekend you need to have made sure that you've done it on before friday's reset ah you hit the clubs friday night to show off your all-star status you, you got to make sure you pick up the new gear that's all so and you could do it you could do it at the wednesday reset but as long as you've done it by the friday one it will lock in your all-star status for the end and and so so again you know you you get the bronze silver gold or platinum glow for being an all-star you get the platinum glow what what color is platinum uh platinum is silver ish it's got a blue right. blue tinge to the silver yeah I, I, i'm just really curious what the platinum glow versus the silver glow look like because they're both kind of silver <laughs> i guess we'll see i guess we will so see. the these contender cards they are it, it's basically like they look like little flags really there's one that's got a trials emblem on and the titan games emblem on the other side the nightfall one's got the nightfall emblem and the time games on the other side, and then you've got strikes, gambit, and crucible. So, before you go to an event, pick these up. I don't know if you'll be able to pick these up from the app. Um, hopefully, you should be able to go on the app and just click on the vendor, Evil Avanti, and, and pick these up. But maybe yeah. not because they are. You have to do it yeah, through well, logs. Yeah, yeah. Quest, you couldn't get through the app. You had to go see Saladin. So, I'm going to yeah. guess you have to go to the tower to speak with her. But yeah. Try the app if it works. I don't know. So, podium ceremonies. Every weekend, there will be a special ceremony where you'll be able to show off your glow for your class's item, depending on the class's standing of that week. Third place receives a bronze glow. Second place receives a silver glow. First place receives a gold. And all stars receive a platinum glow. We'll be throwing a special final weekend closing ceremony in the tower. It will be live from May 7th to May 11th to celebrate the winning class. And didn't they change that? Wasn't it like the yes? They've had to the ninth initially, and now they stretch it out to the eleventh. Yes, for they, yeah, they, they've stretched out. So, response fun fact corner. Did you know that platinum comes from a radioactive isotope? Did you know that? So that glows an, an unhealthy glow is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a radioactive isotope. I believe it's called. Uh, Iridium-192 is the specific one. Somebody out there, I'm sure, will correct me if I'm wrong. But Iridium-192, after all of its half-lives have been depleted, it then becomes platinum. But it's still slightly radioactive platinum. So then they have to give it a radioactive bath. And contrary to what it sounds like, it actually removes the radioactivity. It doesn't add more to it, right? Um And yeah, and that's how you get platinum. So for all of those that are like, oh my god, platinum! Eh? <laughs> Should you be wearing that around your neck? I don't know. But there you go. <laughs> anyway, I just felt like I should share that. That's from a job I used to have in the past that taught me that little fun fact. So, again, like we had last year during the Guardian Games, the Towers Guardian Games podium will change daily to reflect the current status of the leading team. Classes flags will update throughout the day to show which team is leading. And there'll also be a calendar showing the winner for each day throughout the event. So I think it's the same podium that we had last year. It's just right back in the center of the tower. Please, please don't do the flags like you did last year. For no, please don't for do real. They, are. they sure. are doing the flags like they did last year. It sure, it sure seems like it. 
I mean, they are, but I'm hoping that whatever team is in third, the flag doesn't go below the podium itself. (laughs) (laughs) Talking, you know, just bringing that up for a friend. Wink, wink. Players will receive rewards and a glow that is active when in the tower, which will remain until the next ceremony event or until the Guardian Games ends. Additionally, players' class items will also change colour to show their current standings after ceremony event being gold, silver, or bronze. Evil will be offering three different kinds of Guardian Games bounties, which will reward players for completing them. Weekly bounties will reward XP, Bright Dust, Glimmer, and Laurels. Daily bounties will reward XP, and additional bounties will reward XP and Bright Dust. Those are your repeatable ones. And also, because it's another new event, there's some new loot for you to get. Loot! At the start of the event, you will get a new class item from Zavala. These are required to participate in the games. Your old class items won't work for the event. There will be a new exotic sparrow you can earn during the event because every guardian can use a new set of wheels. Okay, maybe not since they hover. If if you look at it closely, like where the handles are in relation to the feet pedal things, it looks like it's going to be another mini. Did you notice that? It doesn't look mini. Well, from the picture, no. Like, if you, if you if you look at the correlation between and the handlebars, it's got the same kind of spacing as the mini's do. So, mm. if you missed out on it last year, the air apparent machine gun is going to be back available for you to get this year. And also, if you already have it, you have a chance to get the catalyst for it, which Yay. apparently provides you with a better overshield. So, what this gun does is once you spin up. It provides you with like an arc overshield, which you can take a lot of damage before you kind of start. You don't even have to be shooting uh, anybody. You can spin it up to generate the shield as long as you've got ammo in the gun. With a caveat that um, the... Uh, you can't zoom in. Well, no, no, you can't zoom in. But the shield, when you get hit with arc, just like any other arc shield, pops pretty immediately. So, um, yeah, hopefully it'll stop that from happening. Although, if it didn't, I wouldn't complain because it is an arc shield technically, right? But, yeah, no, last year you got, you got hit by, like, one of those stray, just one of those tiny little arc bullets from, like, a minion and red bar ad or whatever, and, you, and then your arc shield is gone. It's like, well, that didn't do a whole lot of good, did it? No. Yeah. But if you want to roll balls to arc, the catalyst will provide you even beefier shields, so you can get ball stop your way through the battlefield. So it does appear that the catalyst will give you beefier shields. Yes. There you go. And the air apparent catalyst has a chance to drop from banking gold or platinum medals if the player already owns the gun. So the rest of the rewards for the Guardian games, you can get the ghost shells, which can be purchased with laurels from Eva. The color of speed exotic sparrow can be earned through collecting class points and completing triumphs. So additionally, there are new legendary class items for each class as well as two emblems, two shaders that players can earn by completing triumphs. And the shells look like exactly the same as last year so if you've got last <laughs> if you've got last year's rival titan shell the rival warlock shell and the hunter shell you're kind of set for those you only kind of need to worry about maybe collecting the color of speech sparrow and the air apparent catalyst and, and the new ghosts because for the first time i'm now torn there's a tennis ball ghost with a little headband you like there's a, water, there's a water bottle ghost and I'm real torn about which one I want. 
dude, I'm tennis ball 100%. That tennis ball looks so good. And and look at it. It's even fuzzy. The, the attention to detail on the tennis ball by itself is amazing. But the fact that it's a little tennis ball with a head that is so adorable. <clears throat> Sorry. I may be already planning to put the uh, Indiana Jones hat emote projection <laughs> on top of the tennis ball ghost. That, that may already have, be happening in my brain. Right. And and then there's a third ghost that just looks like, you know, a ghost with some, some ribbons and the Guardian Games colors. But it's not a water bottle or a tennis ball, so I'm sorry, ghost. You're you're just not the best. Right. <laughs> so there'll also be Eververse collectibles included, but not limited to a new universal ornament armor set. At Beyond Light's release, we said that we would be working to make future universal ornaments sets more accepting of shaders. So new technology allows us to achieve this change more easily, and the Guardian Games sets are a great example. And then if you have a look on the 12, they give you a peek at what they look like, the ghosts that the guys have been drooling over, ships, sparrows, and then bungee rewards. Uh, you have a chance for glory and rewards beginning next week, but Guardians can get a preview of the bungee rewards starting now. So players who earn the Guardian Games Exotic Sparrow can unlock their code to purchase an exclusive Guardian Games track jacket with all three class patches. Participate in the final week's closing ceremony at the tower to unlock a purchasable gold pin commemorating the winning class. If you don't want to wait for that, silver class pins are available now at the Bungie store. Silver's available now. The second. If you want to go second already. Well, well, it depends. Wasn't it last year? You know, people were liking the silver things over the, or bronze over the gold because people like silver more than gold. So there was a big push not to be first. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you buy it now, you can do enjoy it now. And Bungie Rewards will also have a free emblem commemorating the games. Complete a Guardian Games playlist strike during the event to unlock your free reward. So you have to go to the Bungie Rewards page, sign in, and then you can unlock that. That will be sent to your emblems. Normally it's under, I think, one of the last pages. We'll find that out and let you know where that is for next week. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, I'm sorry. Hopefully more next week. Goodness. And I'm not sure if Parody's got this up in front of him, but I will give you the known issues for this event already. There are known issues for the event. Parody's got to do it. Let him do it. So so you're saying that there might be several quest items, such as the metal case or container cards, that will not be removed from your inventory after the game has ended? (laughs) I am talking about those. They know that already! (laughs) (laughs) Metals, you know, earned through Claiming the Triumph will be lost. Your class item, Acquire from Zavala, are awarded at 1250 power level instead of 1300, which can be acquired from Eva. So get your costumes from Eva, not Zavala. Zavala selling you secondhand knock- knockoff merchandise. I think, though, the problem with that is that you have to go to Zavala to pick up the class oh. item first to kick off the quest, but then you'll be able to go back and pick up and you can earn the laurels one. from yeah. Eva, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Oh, God, that's funny. The first one is funny. The games haven't even started yet, and Bungie's like, yeah, after the games are over, you won't be able to remove this from your inventory. Well, it kind of seems like you've got a, a head start on this <laughs> to work it out before the games are over, man. So, the players, mostly hunters, will not be able to deposit medals if they are acquired in the tower after players have already deposited medals of the same rarity. You'll have to go to orbit and come back to deposit those additional medals. Does it actually say hunters? It, it does not say hunters. I'm just uh, eating you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The dude, laurel step. Up. You almost got me, dude. <laughs> I did get you. That's how we do work, the good work here. 
The Laurel acquisition step of the Air Apparent Exotic Quest only counts Laurel picked up off of the ground. So if someone tries to you know, open their trench coat and sell you Laurel, do not accept them. They will not work. Your non-matchworked Guardian Games Ghost purchased from Eva display as a completed objective. The certain shaders may erroneously remove the glow from the Everfirst Warlock Guardian Games Universal Ornament Set. Oof. And uh, those are the issues we know before the game starts. And when the game <laughs> starts next week, uh, we'll see what other issues we have. There will be more. Who's going to be able to deposit more than one metal this time? Not hunters. Yeah, I've already told you the hunters can't deposit metal. Bro, all- I, I already know that. No, that's, that's that, that you know, no, I got, I got you. I got you. But Respawn, we, we come to the most important part of the TWAB now. Uh, Precursor, you know, we, we, we had our fun dinosaurs versus monsters debate you know last week uh you know there's gonna be some good festival of the lost stuff coming however bungie has identified 12 weapon candidates for your consideration you can pick up to three of these to have new ornaments created in the future we're asking for your suggestions super early in development and plan on completing them early next year so instead of giving you a half designed dinosaur armor that you all loved anyway we're, we're not, we haven't even started working on these as Bungie. We're going to give you the choice to see, do you want a new ornament for the Crimson? Maybe the Fighting Lion, the Graviton Lance, your favorite La Monarch, the Merciless, which is still a gun in the game, despite no one using because it, it was bugged all year, the Risk Runner, everyone's favorite SMG, the yep. Skyburner's Oath, the Sunshot, the Telesto, the Sweet Business, the Trinity Ghoul, and the Vigilance Wing. So if you've not already, go to the TWAB, Click on the big gold link that says click here to take our brief survey and cast your votes and cast your votes for the sweet business, the Telesto and the Risk Runner and be done with it. Uh, no, definitely both bows and then maybe the sweet business. But looking at this list, the Monarch is the only one that doesn't have an ornament at the moment. Crimson Apparently, has one, yeah. Fighting Lion, Graviton Lance, Merciless, Risk Runner, Skyburners, Sunshot, Sweet Business, Telesto. Telesto, Trinity Ghoul even has one, Vigilance Wing has one. Fair the point. monarch is the only one. You should go vote for the monarch because the poor the monarch does need a cat. Yeah, need- you, you get three of them, right? So it also needs a catalyst. So while you're at, oh. while you're there, Bungie, yeah. catalyst and ornament, mm-hmm. and don't delay it to the end of the year. I would like the catalyst next month, please. Well, they, what did you say? You know, we do know there's a bit of a cult following behind Fighting Lion, but then again, we see the monarch ornaments requested regularly, so we will announce the results. Only and- because it doesn't have one, like he said, you. Goober. We will announce the results on which weapon ornaments we plan to make in a future twelve. So yeah, you know, you, you, you know, this is your chance to say, "Hey, Bungie, what you to go do?" You know, you don't have to get invited to the studios. Tell them this is what you want to do, and just keep voting over and over again until you have your Lamonarch ornament, and then you can be happy. That comment, like that, that comment makes me want to slap someone's face. We get all these requests for Lamonarch ca- uh, ornament. I wonder why. Man, should we tell him the good news though? I mean, that was pretty good news. We got more. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was good news. We're done so here. after your rant a couple of weeks back oh. about the Proving Grounds Nightfall, remember that one? That cheese and you got quite upset. Even I jumped on the bandwagon. I was quite upset about it. A bit. So earlier this season, Bungie clarified that Beyond Light and Season Pass would require to play the Nightfall version of the Proving Grounds. We have right. since made a change to these requirements, and access to the Proving Grounds Nightfall will now require either Beyond Light or Season of the Chosen Season Pass. Players no longer need to a- 
have both to access the nightfall. Which Pretty would good information to tell them. Well, since it was up this week before Thursday of the week that it was up, but hey, at least now they have this weekend to go play it if they're trying to get their weekly uh, challenges done. <laughs> well, also, no, if they want to go and do the Grandmaster next week when they will be available. No. If you own one of those two things, you'll be then be able to go and do your Grandmasters. That sounds like a terrible idea, but sure, if you want to do that, you're more than welcome. <laughs> Why is this? A, okay. I do think that they shouldn't put it behind a paywall in any way, shape, or form. Or, I'm sorry, let me let me retract that. I think if it's behind any kind of a paywall, it shouldn't be the Nightfall. It, I, I still stick with that. No, I, I, no I, I think it should. I think as we've been going through like regularly, you pay for the content, you get the content. But if they make a complete boo-boo on saying who can access that content, then that's on them. That's not on us, the paid people. Yeah. If, if, if you tell me I'm going to get a thing, at, you know, the day before it comes out, it goes, oh, remember that free thing we were going to give you? Yeah, you don't get that now. Please give us 60 bucks. That's not okay. Hmm. I hear you. But the reason I'm saying that is the game is supposed to be free to play for most things, right? And if people that have the game for free to play can access all these other nightfalls. Most things. Why is it that this one nightfall for that one week, whoever has free to play can't do the nightfall? Because that's how it is. That is the law of the land. Because you get most things. Because there's no reason to buy the new content if you don't put some of it behind the thing that says you should buy the new content. And then you get to play the new content because Bungie make money, Bungie make more game. Everybody happy. And as Bungie reminded everybody last week, they will remind you this week again. Beginning in Season 14, launching May 11th, they are overhauling the shader system and how shaders can be applied to your armor. Due to that overhaul, shaders will become permanent unlocks and all shaders in players' inventories will be removed, forcefully removed. So they encourage everyone to dismantle their shaders before Season 14 begins on May 11th to ensure that you receive the Glimmer and Legendary Shards. So, basically, while you're listening to this, go and do it now. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll wait a couple of seconds while you kind of boot Destiny up. Go and do it now, and then listen to the rest of the podcast. Just, just to get rid of them all. You, you can wait a couple of weeks before you have to apply any more shaders. You can look ugly in Crucible. It's fine. We'll allow it. It's fine. do, 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 do. So I, I need to know how many slots in your vault are currently taken up <laughs> at this point in time. And and if it, the answer is zero, is it because you've already deleted them all? It is zero. I have already deleted. I'm, I'm just I'm trying to get are you on proud of me? the whole very proud of you in their vault to begin with. Oh, oh, there was a time I was putting the the Atlantis wash shaders in there because I had like 800 of them. And that was before you could break them down more than one at a time. And I said, no, in no world am I ever going to break these down one by one. So I would just buy them there. I did have 2,762 of one shader. And I can't remember what one it was, but it was obviously an activity that I'd played lots of. Yeah, probably. I think the the Atlantis washer, there was another one that would drop from everything. (laughs) So that gave gave me quite a lot of glimmer and a lot of shards. Excellent. And, you know, the, we've been over our Guardian games, known issues. And again, that's part of Bungie's reminder delete all your shaders. If you're there seeing more issues, there are some more issues. Um, if you're seeing beaver errors just out there in the world, if you're running into the 
because over the past few weeks, Bungie has expanded their Steam Datagram Relay system to cover Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation consoles, and that's causing some uh, an uptick in Beaver errors. And just that's that's sort of the um, that's like the anti-cheat thing they're continuing to roll with the consoles, right? Yes. That's their their what they're using on Steam, and they're bringing to consoles, and yeah, it's causing Beavers. Uh, there's also a couple of weekly known issues that they've mentioned the help form, but they're you know putting here in the twop. The Pit of Heresy Flawless Solo Emblem Crimson Echoes is not tracking completions. The players can fall beneath the grate in the Proving Grounds Strike and become trapped. <laughs> so that's good times. The other known issues were all Guardian games, and we were those. Right. And, and really, if, if you ignore the movies and the artwork this week, I, beho- I behoove you, please scroll down to the Art of the Week, the bird game, because... I just love Osiris and Saint-14 and Crow, you know, as birds. Crow seems like an obvious one. Right. But Osiris as a pigeon, and then, Os- or I'm sorry, Saint-14 is a pigeon, and Osiris as a as a phoenix is just kind of great, and I love it. That makes sense, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do appreciate that the, uh, I clicked through this on the Twitter, because this is from El- Elsir Art on Twitter, and I clicked through just to see what the, you know, conversation was. And the first comment was from the artist, like, Basically saying, I don't really know how to draw a phoenix or what a phoenix would look like. So this kind of looks like a seagull that fell into some curry. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's all I can see. It's amazing. Fair enough. And yeah, that's that's the end of our twop. We've got uh, we've got some guarding games next week. Uh, you know, uh, Cosmo does preach the thing. So to my fellow hunters, let's be humble when we win the gold this year. So Cosmo, fellow hunters, Cosmo, Cosmo's a hunter. He believes in respawn. He believes in you. Cosmos. All right. Well, there's at least one good egg. <laughs> so before we get into the, get onto the respawns report roundup Yosh. and anything else, we have not half dropping in to give us some not half ass law. Entry nine, heretical flesh. This page is blighted with mould and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind. Through the eyes of an empty vessel. Dormant. Bound. Threat. Storm outside. Rain soft thirst. Flashes show shapes. Shapes I know. Gentle whispers reach from me. To all. As father, as fickerel, barons, kells, gone. Another voice. Pressing. Fear and confusion. No. The mind beneath this one screams to the surface. Nothing. Scorn. A son. Fallen. Elixni king. Acris does not bow. Arise, commands the voice buried in whispers. Acris does not bow, but Acris is dead. Peeled away. The spine of the glycon breaks, its vertebrae now interchanging. Scorn howl to herald the crossing into nothing. Through the locust, they hear the whispers and obey. Meet salvation. Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads, there's a scanner array off the hull near the hangar. I patched a line through to it to check Quinzig's feed. 
needed somewhere to listen. So this is, I'm, I'm taking it that this is through an empty vessel, which is callous. No, oh, it's not. It's a scorn. Oh. You're actually seeing that from the scorn's point of view now, actually plugged into the, uh, the crown of sorrows. And actually, as they're doing this communion, okay. and this is the first time the locust is actually mentioned here, and they've actually made contact with the, uh, the darkness. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. So I'm, I'm guessing they're standing inside the the, the helmet, because as somebody who has stood inside that helmet, it's quite large. So I don't think whatever creature is talking about it is wearing it. No, it, it says uh, it said in the previous episodes that they're actually they're somehow plugged into the helmet. Oh, they're accessing it without wearing it. Something yes. Like that. Ah. Yes. Because Galron was actually uh, a big lad, so. Uh, for us to wear the helmet, we'd, we'd have to grow a bit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know they're not wearing it, so how are they doing the thing? But no, it, it did say uh, Quinzig somehow plugged them into it to actually uh, access or increase their telepathy or the closeness to the darkness to commune with it. Fair enough. Entry 10, Blood in the Barrel. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind through the eyes of catabases. Weeks bleed away. Where is your ghost? Bato grunts as he throws a crushed scorn into a tangle of festering dark tendrils. These fungal growths had grown across the glycon during the timeless expanse since their plunge and they continued to spread. I don't know. I splutter as I pull a ragged blade from my gut, half fraternizing somewhere. I'm here. What do you need? Gilly says, appearing. Fewer holes, I groan. Bato looks to the three scorn that had ambushed us, now return to the grave. The rest will feel their deaths. How much further? Assuming the ship hasn't shifted again, not far once this one gets up. Gilly gestures to me. Is Quinzic certain severing the crown will send us back? It'll work. We better not have dug up this command key for nothing, I reply holding up an Imperial security key. You said it would stop the scorn, Bato roars. Stopping them doesn't matter if we don't get out. I pledge my life to Callus, and you want me to forsake him. He towers over me. I know a thing or two about abandonment. He used you to get what he wanted, just like he used me. He's gone, Bato, and we're close to follow. Where does that leave your bloodline? I stand as waves rack the glycon. It isn't something you see, more like a light bulb bursting, a long blink before the pins and shivers wash over. Numb, I can hear it moving through the ship like cold metal tension. Three scorns snap and contort in grotesque reanimation. You're welcome to stay, Skullcracker. We make it to the ship's bridge, howls tracking us down every hall. I seal the door with the command key and meet Quinzik beneath the command console at the entrance to the viewing chamber. She stands encircled by 15 loyalist soldiers. This is everyone? I ask. Quinzig nods. I insert the command key into the viewing chamber door. After a moment, the pistons disengage and the door opens. Quinzig focuses for a moment. Empty. 
her voice rings from her. We enter the viewing chamber. The soldiers take up positions around the room. Bato strides past the darkness-infested crown and drops to his knees at the open viewing window. He stares into the endless. How do we choose who deserves our loyalty? I walk to his side. Everyone's got their own way. No one's right. You don't owe anyone anything, Bato. Quinzig signals that she is ready. As I approach the crown, I watch her eye trace the scorched handprints of each councillor that last communed here. Shrieks echo down the steps leading to the bridge. Metallic scraping heralds the flame. I will do this so others may live, Quinzig's voice flows. I did not intend suffering, but should have expected Callus's deceit. Ambition to steal away his secrets damned us all. Get us out and we're square. She plants her next words into my mind. I will, because you do not belong here. She places her palms on the crown. Velocity surges backwards into infinity, tearing away the surrounding reality. We stand in nothing. Seventeen defenders back to back around Quinzik and the crown. The shrieks grow louder and through winds of bending steel and trembling flesh of scorn that pour through the nothing with us. Slug rifles unleash a salvo in all directions from behind a handful of phalanx shields, tearing line after line of scorn down with explosive force. Incendiars step forward to cremate the remains between volleys. I add my gun to the line, dropping raiders before they can align shots into our ring and sling void wall grenades to stem the flood. Quinzig screams, strained to sever the link as the glycon thrashes against the dark waves. Black fire scolds her hands as nothing twists around us. We fight until the floor is lined with dead scorn and empty magazines. The shrieking recedes. Scraping metal echoes through the viewing chambers as a wave of darkness tremors through the glycon. Every unburnt scorn seizes and begins to reconstitute. Soldiers panic and fire into heaps of writhing bodies, hoping to stop process. In the chaos, lightning rips through the air, cutting through three legionaries and rupturing an incendiary tank. The blast kills seven. The circle tightens. We return fire in the direction of the lightning and are met with two fetid abominations. They burst into the chamber and rear back with crackling fists. I charge one, slipping into the void to draw blades from its sheath. Bato snatches a phalanx shield resting at his feet and challenges the other. It bolts break on the shield. Our remaining guns harry them with slug fire until we close the gap. I cut through the head and hands and then pivot see Bato driving a shield into the other's face. Quinzig cries out. I spin on my heel to see her engulfed in black flame and the cosmos racing around us. She spreads her pain to us to hold on for a few moments longer to no avail. I look back to Bato, deeper past him into the nothing to the hulking silhouette dragging a flameless sensor. And I know this is where we die. Frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads, cut out a hideaway under the knife. Stowed some lab tech nearby. Is this? I'm guessing this is the at the end. That's the the main guy, isn't it? The main boss at the end of the Glycon mission. 
that we have to The fight. Locust of Communion. That's the one, him. Yes, that is him. Uh, and basically, they've all this time, they've been in the darkness realm. I, d- I don't exactly know what to call it, but they actually uh, got pulled in when Callus disappeared, because Callus is now gone. They don't know where. We don't... It's theorized by many people, and I kind of agree them agree with them, but he's he's maybe ascended to another plane. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say obviously when helped by the darkness. They're in the kind of darkness plane, that's what I was thinking, like the ascendant realms from the dreaming city, that it's the same place, but like a, a darker version of it kind of thing. So they're that's still right. on the but the, it's, like an upside down version of it. Yeah, it's it, they call them sword realms, ascendant planes. There's many different what sword worlds. There's many different words for them, but they're pretty much all the same thing, just different sections of it. Yeah. Entry eleven, Sullen. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind through the eyes of catabasis. It didn't work. Truth be told, I have no way of knowing if Quinzig even finished what he, she was doing. Gilly said it took days to find a safe place to bring me back. The big one they all follow was hunting for him. I make a task of committing the Cabal's bodies to burial. The costs are heavy and I don't get everyone. We try to keep hidden using the smugglers' hovels where I stash go bags across the ships. All it takes is one of them seeing you. Been keeping track for what's I think some month three months the waves are random when one hit it rearranges pieces of the ship and i have to find my way again gilgabash is becoming more distant talking less he wanders off for days at a time so far he always comes back when i die i dream of a city burning death dreams are a first when i wake up i don't know how long it's been gilly won't say There have been hundreds of lives between this and the last one I remember. I live in a charnel house. I'm alive and old. Get up, Gilly's voice is thin. Why? There's nothing to do but starve. Giving up again? You'd rather I just left you here? I roll myself to face him. I'm not giving up. Just take my light and hold it until... until there's a way out. You know I used to think that we were the way out, us together, but we're just stuck in another cycle. There's nothing to eat, Gil. You don't feel that emptiness chewing on you. Promise you'll leave me until we're out. Gilgamesh looks at me for a long time without speaking. I close my eyes. I promise. Frenetic scrawl, inked in the margin, reads, Maze of vents. It's somewhere in there. That fungus crap keeps blocking my path. And basically what we see there is uh, Catabasis is actually stuck now on the ship and can't get to his ship in the hangar to actually get out. And it's just an endless cycle of him starving to death now. Right. Oh, Well, indispersed with, I presume it's almost like death dreams. He's almost having visions. Yeah. I suppose because he, if he's not eating, he's kind of he's going into some kind of hunger hallucinations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
But is yeah, is but... he now back in the normal realm? Or is he in I, th- I think he is back in the normal realm, but the realm, but they're still having the darkness waves that rearrange the ship. That's what uh, Quinzig was trying to do to actually get him to survive. Now, it's not long after that that we actually get involved and actually find the ship and actually go into it. Entry 12, Debtor's Knife. This page is blighted with mold and the imprint of a memory. The words seep experience into your open mind through the eyes of Gilgamesh. I linger on the corpse of my once guardian. I've hidden his shame for so long. I believed it was my obligation to be the warmth when his fire died. But now I see that obligation was a leash to keep me tied to life. It is a cold, coiled, choking reality, and I will hang gasping from it no more. See the truth the whispered has offered. I saw it every moment, suffered aboard this vessel, a microcosm of violence extrapolated to the world beyond with any one escape. Soon, Catabasis would know it too. Scorn onlookers surround us. I raise Catabasis. Gilly. Catabasis kneels before me, his rifle beside him. What is this? A way out. I won't carry you anymore. You're abandoning me? Catabasis looked to the scorn. His rifle, his ghost. No. No longer. Not his. Not the travellers. Not anyone's. I sacrificed everything to keep you moving forward. Guided your every power you needed to survive. I shared the truth he wants to forget. And for what? It never ends anything. There's always more. The scorn encroached across the disjointed walkways. Catabasis sinks. You said you wouldn't. You, the traveller, you've kept me trapped to this death now. Now it's time to set us free. What does that mean? His words like stone weights. Sever our light, or they'll rip us apart for a thousand lives. I gestured to the scorn. You wouldn't. Your deaths are heavy, Catabasis, but I'll bring you back as many times as it takes for you to learn. He does not understand. You think I don't feel pain? You think I don't suffer while you're hiding in your limbo? Catabasis lurched forward. I did everything you asked me to. You left, I shouted. You left me here. You left me in the city. Made me turn away from the traveller. We're like the scorn in those tanks drowning in panic, confusion, forever. You did that. The city was burning and all, and I wanted to live. Everything was so we could live. He still didn't see it. This place is no different than Sol. A barrel of blood. There's no reason to go back. Now the light is burning. We can survive this. Catabasis holds out his palm. Please. I don't want survival, Catabasis. I drift away from him. I want salvation. It's got to you, Catabasis sobs weakly. Is epiphany complete? You can end this for both of us. It's your turn to sacrifice, I offer. Everything you say is a lie. Catabasis grips for his rifle. Lever to action. Shot to nothingness. Ghost to dead memory. Frenetic scroll, inked in the margin, reads Water under the bridge, flooded with bodies, waiting to stand again in the next wave. Be careful. Wow.
So, <clears throat> all right. I was really trying to keep up. It sounds like his ghost abandoned him. Because he just didn't want to move on anymore. Or I'm guessing his what, ghost didn't. What just happened? His ghost didn't like the fact that he'd sided with Callus. Okay, so, uh, so his, his, his ghost, ghost did didn't abandon like him. His, well, he didn't. He, he did and he didn't. His ghost didn't abandon him. What his ghost convinced him to do was release them both from the light. Ghost wanted to stay in the city, basically, and and help and help the traveler. Because of exposure to darkness, it's, I would say, almost corrupt him, corrupted his ghost. You know, like in the first, um, not Forsaken, uh, what's the campaign after the um, season after, uh, the year after Forsaken, Shadow Keep, when we went, first went down to the pyramid and our ghost got taken over. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like that. But then because. Catabasis was basically he was dead. He was dead, and the ghost was left to wander. Uh, Gilgamesh was left to wander the the glycon by himself. He's getting more and more his whispers from the darkness, and he's eventually gone, being convinced of the darkness, or c convinced himself he needs to let go of the light. The light is a leash. He's held there. Okay. So, so because his guardian kept dying. And the guardian said, "You know what? Just leave me dead until we have a way out." The ghost yep. ended up wandering around by himself for God knows how long, and yep. just decided one day to bring his guardian back and say, "You know what? I'm done with you. You know, I'm breaking up with you." No, no, no. Uh, he says to his guardian, "Kill me." Oh, I mean, but same thing, right? It's still, it's the same result. So I've got a quick question for you, off. So. The gun that he shoots him with, is that meant to be the dead man's tail? Yes. Okay. Does that gun shoot paracausal shots? Because I'm sure that's the only thing that can kill a ghost. That is the only thing that can kill a ghost, a paracausal shot. So You've been, list you've been listening to... Um... I know you. <laughs> DCP, I know haven't you? <laughs> yes, a paracausal shot, or you've got the, uh, the light... Suppressing shot for the that the um like the thorn. No, no, that's a paracausal shot. That's oh, why, it? yes, that's a paracausal shot because that's why you can actually grab a, a bolt from thorn and actually kill a ghost with it. Uh, that's the only I... thing that managed to kill Cade's ghost, which is why when the cabal were shooting Zavala's ghost, it wasn't a paracausal shot. It was just one of those ones that disabled the light. Yes, it severed his connection with the light. Hmm. Either. Well, it's saying he shot it. Now, we don't... I'm guessing it is the Dead Man's Tail rifle because it says lever to action. It is a lever action rifle going on technicalities yeah. there. But who's to say he hasn't got a thorn? Lever to action, pull the actual hammer back. Yeah. They've kind of left it open, haven't they? Yeah. Now, it's, I, th I well, believe if, it's... If it's the same guy that we found hanging, he's a rifle. I don't see him holding a thorn. Yeah, you, you know? can't hold two exotic weapons. You can only hold one. Exactly, and he's got the <laughs> rifle. <laughs> Not to be picky or anything. Oh, dear. Oh, it is the dead man's tail. Now, I don't understand how it's actually done that. Unless there's something when a ghost has actually become suicidal, it, it drops its barrier. Maybe there's some sort of barrier there that it can actually drop and actually allow itself to be killed. You know what? That explains a lot in Crucible for me. 
What, the uh, ghost dropping shields? I love how nobody jumped on it. He's all like, that explains a lot what happens. Just crickets. Well, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> because don't, don't forget, there was a lot of final deaths in the Crucible when the uh, Shadows of Yore were in the Crucible. So can a Guardian create a paracausal shot out of nothing? I would have thought so, because if you hunt a throwing knife, that's a paracausal uh, capability. So if you hit the ghost with your throwing knife, you could potentially kill him. Yeah, but he's used a gun. So he's got to have a, had a gun. Or Maybe a, it's a, a golden a gun. <laughs> yeah, a golden gun is paracausal. See? Hmm? Huh? Huh? Come on, Mister. Mm -hmm. I know things. You didn't know that. Yeah, I know things, what? but I'm asking. All of all, all, of, all, all of all of all of the Guardian's ability are paracausal. See, your super, your grenade, and your special ability. So technically, if you wanted to take out somebody's ghost, you either hit it with the golden gun, you hit it with chaos reach or uh, tickle fingers. Uh, I forgot what that one's called. Or throw a titan hammer at it. But okay. they trust other guardians, so why would you actually do that? Yeah. So I've got a question about the Crown of Sorrow. Is that in kind of the darkness realm at the moment, then? Did that stay there? We don't we know. we haven't found the ship yet, have we? We don't know. Um, I still believe the Glycon's been going to be used for something else. It's too big of an area not to be. Yeah. Well, maybe next season it does shift around and it changes, you know, how you traverse it, maybe. Yeah, maybe there'll possible. be areas that open up and different fighting zones. We go in there, first first thing in there, and we get hit by a darkness wave and it's a, it's a different route. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. There's a lot of things in this game that would Anyway, so... um. There is one question I had way earlier, right? Is mm -hmm. um, So they're talking to What's-Her-Face, right? And she says, I will let you leave because you don't belong here. And she, teleported, yeah, she teleported them or however she got them out to where exactly? Because they immediately came under fire. So it's like, okay, yeah, you're going to get out of here, but I'm going to put you in a war zone to what? Teach you a lesson or what? What, what was that all about? You know, because... I, I, I believe the ship actually came, I believe the ship actually came out of uh, the darkness realm. But I don't know what happened to the rest of the crew. Now he's already said he found cabal bodies and he buried them in there. So all I can presume in actually you've got to remember there are only what how many did they say 17 defenders? Yeah. yeah. And they they came out and 17 defenders plus Quinzig. And yeah. out of the 17, one of them was Catabasis. Now, we know seven of them got taken out by one blast. Yeah, the tank. So that then leaves 10. Now, that was before the Locust of Communion there. And that thing's a yeah. hard to beat. No, no, it's not hard to beat. It's a teleporting little monkey. I hate the fact that you drop down, you can see it way over in the distance. And then it you suddenly appears in front of you. And it's literally there in front of you because the game kind of glitches. So now I kind of jump down, fire a rocket, and just jump straight back up because I've no idea whether it's going to be below me or not. 
But yeah, he's he's very hard to beat. Now you're down to ten men plus a um, scion who's actually you're trying to actually help do something when the, when he turns up. Plus you've got the two, what would you call them? The um, the arc ones. I forgot what they're called now. Those giant things. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, arc they one? turn up as well. So, yeah, so you've got Bato taking out one. You're taking out the other. So that then leaves eight cabal there defending mm-hmm. and then it all goes to hell and all of a sudden you're telling out so i think basically they just got literally overrun and as a last dish effort because effectively you weren't cabal or a member of the cabal you were actually he actually had a bit of respect for you and said look you don't belong here and sent him out oh okay that's where that's where my disconnect was i thought that they were trapped and then um they... Oh no, they were trapped in the darkness realm, but they they were getting absolutely shot to pieces. Yeah, no, I just I okay, I had it backwards. I thought they were trapped in the darkness realm. They asked to escape, and whenever she teleported them out, that's when they came under combat and then ended up dying and stuff. No, no, they were already in combat. Gotcha. Okay, she was no, she was trying okay. to have the connection with the crown. Gotcha. That there's my disconnect. All right, I'm good. And she must have either severed the connection to the crown or done something for um catabasis to actually just be back on the ship when we find yeah him. now we're looking at two options here one they all got killed or yep. two because of the connection that uh, quinzig had with the crown they also ascended just like callus wouldn't that be cool to find quinzig and Atto in the ascendant realm and we rescue them and bring them back that would be cool it- it, it would be cool, but I'm more inclined to think they got killed. <laughs> Man glass half full there. Well, no, it's just it ties up a lot and yeah. for Bungie. Fair enough. But it would be a nice twist because, again, they've left open-ended. They haven't actually said what happened to these guys. The only person we know that actually died in the end was uh, Catabasis and Gilgamesh. Bungie is not not really about those happy endings either so <laughs> not a whole lot of happy endings in lore and we do have a couple of questions for our buddy not Arf, but unfortunately he was forcefully drug away by family before he got to answer those but we will get them to him and he will answer them on the podcast I won't say next week because that's making promises I can't fulfill but sometime soon uh-huh Okay, so we got response report roundup. Uh, DMG uh, says, Paul, it's not going to be called Season of Class. It is Season of Redacted. Why would you put that, DMG? You're an idiot, first of all. Second of all, Andrew Hop says, way to shatter his dream. Eh? I hope you reflect on this transparency. Eh? 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 Windex. Uh, and then DMG says, hop. That, that's all. Just, just, just hops. Uh, okay. Master of all, complete all seasonal challenges. Master of all seasonal challenges gives 4,000 bright dust upon completion. So, care about bright dust? Destiny News, you can claim this 
thrill of the chase emblem from Bungie Worlds after completing the Master of All seasonal challenge in the game. That is not an attractive emblem. I really like that emblem. The whole like dark beauty, pyramidy, glitchy look. I don't, that's not what I see. I look at this and I think of a really old 1970 shag carpet colored rug. <laughs> right? It's, a, but it's a free emblem. You can claim it. It goes into your collections. Yeah, but it's not an attract. Whatever. Um, setting some expectations, and this will be in the TWAB too. Guardian Games Universal Ornaments takes shaders pretty well. In fact, glows change too. That's cool. The glow changes depending on the shader. That is actually good job. Whoever did that, not you, DMG. I will never give you credit for anything good that happens for. You suck. We discovered an issue where many shaders removed the glowy bits from Warlock ornaments. Team is looking into it. And there's the drop. Okay. Destiny news again. The Guardian Games closing ceremony has been extended two days. Now runs from Friday, May 7th to Tuesday, May 11th, 2021. We've discussed that, but there it is again. Now, this is a shader I can get behind. You see this? This is not a shader. Dex. We, we don't see it because... We can get behind it, right? an medium. This is festive. It's got some red on there, I'm assuming, from the blood of your enemies. You got the three colors for the guardians, which is actually off the emblem. And if it stays off the emblem, that it's even better that way. I dig it. I really dig it. Okay. Bunch of rewards. We'll have a free emblem commemorating the games. Complete a Guardian Games playlist strike during the event to unlock your free reward. Just have to complete one strike. You get this nifty looking thing after completing one strike. And we scroll up and you have to complete all of the seasonal activities to get this godforsaken ugly thing. Bungo. <laughs> Look, awesomeness. You see this? Ugliness. You can right see there. this. No one else can see what you're oh, saying, but yes. Oh, the streamer see it. Or the stream sees it. Sorry. This is audio medium that no one can see anything because it's ugly takes a lot of work to get this ugly thing very beautiful takes one strike to get this thing i love it it's amazing okay moving on destiny news players can purchase contender cards from ever trials nightfall contender cards will be awarding platinum medal strikes gambit or crucible contender cards will award a gold medal Guardian Games 2021 class item required to generate laurels and progress Guardian Game bounties. Previous Guardian Games 2020 class items will not generate laurels. Cool. All right. Uh, Destiny News laurels do not drop on the ground in Gambit. Of course, once they're rewarded directly to players, unrewarded, unrecovered laurels do not go to a player's first master and must be picked up to count towards their total. Stand by. Can't make me. You're not. Yeah. You're on speakerphone on my podcast. How can I help you? Really? Um, I'm reading something on the podcast. I'll be there in a bit. Cool? Oh, no, no worries. All right. Okay. All right. That's my brother in arms. All right. Here we go. Uh, and this, friends, looks. This is a list of all the triumphs that are available during the Guardian Games that Miss One will now tell you about. I don't know. You just interrupted me saying that exact sentence, with the exception of Respawn will tell you about it. So maybe you should read it to him, since you want to keep interrupting me when I'm trying to read. Somebody's got to interrupt you when you're having phone calls. 
Consummate competitor, complete all Guardian Games triumphs. Bronze agent, collect bronze medals. <laughs> Hardy laurels, uh, or laurels in general, 600 of those. Uh, also, you need 45 medals, uh, bronze medals. The other one, world class point scorer, earn class points. That's 150. Platinum. Do you think? Earn do you think that those medals collected and the lowest collected is just the first tier of it? So, 600 is the first tier, maybe 1200, 2000 for the third tier, because they're broken yeah. into three different tiers. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, fight card strikes. Complete strike contender cards while strikes are the daily focus. Complete crucible contender cards while crucible is the daily focus. Uh, da, da, da. Fight card gambit. Complete gambit contender cards while gambit is the daily focus. Catalyst competitor, right? Seriously. Catalyst competitor. Complete the air apparent catalyst quest. One fell strike. Defeat 50 combatants in a single strike. Easy. Uh, Crucible competitor. Defeat 15 guardians in Crucible matches. Plural. So apparently that's not a in one match. That's not a single match for a lot of people. Right? Uh, extended Clipper. Defeat 100 combatants with a machine gun. Um, World Class Striker. Complete a strike in the Class Specific Strike playlist. And Closing Competitor. Participate in the Closing Ceremony. You have to participate? I wonder what you do. So can you both earn the heir apparent and its catalyst during this guardian games yeah you can it is, a, it is an affirmative you get them both if you didn't have it before you get it now that's why they took it out of the kiosk because they had this coming oh yeah. very good very good well we have some spoilers for next season next season season of a night glass season of not glass no not our not glass no I really missed an opportunity with that. Do, do you think it should have been called Season of the Glass? Season of the Glass? Because, I mean, Vault of Glass. They, they really missed an opportunity with that. As no, you, but I kind of need to see what they're going to call it first to be able to see if they what they chose is better, but I'm going to guess it's not. Yeah. We'll, we'll put some warnings up here. This is, if anybody doesn't want to listen, I'll put timestamps in so that you can bypass this ramblings for the next couple of minutes. Spoilers. Season 14 launches on May 11th, which is not a spoiler. But the spoiler is, it's going to be called Season of the Collectives. Collectives! <gasps> yep, season last one. Not collective, collectives. Confirmed. It will be Vex-focused season, yep. with the central storyline focused on the Vex and Stasis. A descendant Axis mind, Kronos, has cracked the secret of the power causality for the Vex. It has merged itself and a new sect of the Vex units directly with Darkness Splinters, enabling the return of the Descendants and Precursors through time to take up the new Dark Powers. The Descendant and Precursor Vex are the primary threats, with the new Vex Minotaurs units appearing from each of the aforementioned collectives that actively have new stasis abilities. Much like the Captains from the House of Salvation, Vex are the first of the enemy races besides the Fallen to take up Stasis, as hinted by Luke Smith, with how each enemy race would eventually wield Stasis. The Descendants and Precursors have established massive citadels across the Moon and the EDZ, 
These new seasonal activities focus on breaching these citadels in a series of vex incursions, which are gauntlet-like arena activities focused on stopping precursors and descendants from using cruxes of darkness to gain power. The incursion activity is a match-made three-player activity and will have a loot system similar to what is, what is established in Season of the Chosen. This time, a targeted loot system is in place with the players being able to target the drops that they want from the cruxes at the end of the incursion activity or on the citadels. Seasonal artifact is called the Splintered Conflux. Oppressive Darkness returns as one of the seasonal mods. There will be three new exotic weapons coming this season. Super Good Advice returns from Destiny 1, which is the machine gun, which I believe was... It was terrible. <laughs> Do you remember that thing? It was... No, it wasn't super good advice. The one that if you missed rounds and put it back in your magazine? I think so, yes. I think it, it's much like Mulligan. But it yeah. was... You but it could was use it more often, if I'm not mistaken, right? You could use it in the Vault of Glass because if you shot, I think, like Oracles and other things in the Vault of Glass, it counted as actually missing them, didn't it? I believe. And you could just you could just spray and play. Uh-huh. Pray. Spray and pray. Spray away. Yeah. So Super Good Advice is returning as part of the upcoming exotic quest called Sanctimony, which focuses on the return of the Corridors of Time. So the Corridors of Time, which was part of the season of Worthy, wasn't that, with um, Saint-14 returning? And we had a big like community puzzle where we were running through like these various different corridors of time finding all these different symbols and people were involved in this huge puzzle which unlocked i can't remember what it unlocked in the end didn't it unlock the fact that we could then go and get a weapon at the end of it if you ran through the different um corridors correctly you you could unlock something do you remember that uh no that was a lot <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I even try no i don't i don't remember that at all no they in I the leaks it was lots of enemies somebody had a shield and people died <laughs> in the in the leaks they've also said that the vex mythoclass which was the exotic from the vault of glass raid will be returning in the vault of glass this was a it was like a linear fusion rifle, which is it fired like an auto rifle, but it was a fusion rifle in the, I believe it was the primary slot, wasn't it? So I don't know how that's going to be returning. The new seasonal exotic is an energy linear fusion rifle called the First Tempo. The First Tempo can swap between two types of void rounds, with enemies able to be marked with tracking suppressing rounds, and can be swapped to void rounds that amp up the damage on successive pre successive precisions so this would might be quite a good weapon to have as a fire team so somebody could do the suppression rounds and then somebody could also be on the amped up damage ones as well so that'd be quite cool kills on suppressed enemies spawn singularities that can nearby enemies towards them and blind those in range this is going to be terrible in crucible Bit, <laughs> somebody's yeah. going to get blinded this is going to be all over the cru crucible in this well i mean out. we have blinding grenades too and then yeah. you Titans have a uh, flashbang. We do, yeah. yeah. But if it's successive suppression rounds being shot at you and your teammates while you're capturing a, a point, that's going to be terrible. Oh, <laughs> this gun's going to get nerfed to start off with. It actually sounds pretty cool. 
but it is a linear fusion rifle. It's not like a, an auto rifle. So that's a heavy. Unless, 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 unless they make it a linear fusion like the Mythoclast. Or they make it like uh, the what's the um, one that you can get? Um... Oh, um, uh, oh, 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 the one that keeps getting nerfed because of Crucible. Yeah, damn it! I'm pulling up Disney Art Manager at the moment. Yeah, so... <laughs> you're killing me, dude. I don't know. We talk about it all the damn time. We say the name Obelisk. all the damn time Obelisk. until the I'm... one time we yeah. need the name, and then we blank so, yeah, out on it. It, it could be an obelisk kind of. Yeah, but even then, one. even okay, yeah, yeah, but even then, it's still single shot. Whereas the vet, the Mythoclast is, you know, auto rifle, fusion rifle. So I mean, mm. that would make those uh, successive shots significantly easier to deal. So where do we get to? I don't know. Cronus, the stasis wielding Vex Axis Mind, be the seasonal antagonist. This season is much more in the line with Arrival's level of content. An Earth-set dungeon launched deeper into Season 14 acts as the seasonal finale, akin to the Proving Ground strike for The Chosen. Cronus is the boss of the upcoming dungeon and is set on the EDZ Citadel. The Vault of Glass returns. This isn't a spoiler. Uh, With the opening area being reprised on Venus, it has a small seasonal subplot that involves the restoration of Atheon, due to the precursors and descendants finally understanding how to wield paracausal stasis abilities. Oh, so it kind of ties in with the whole plot of stasis and everything else. And this was thanks to Chan, who is a well-known Destiny leaker. And I will link uh, the uh, 4chan um, posts, if anybody wants to, in the show notes. Yeah. Quick read of what I read, basically. So... So what's your feelings on this? This this sounds really cool that we've got another three-player activity. Yeah. I mean, any new activities, I'm, I'm anxious for I place that activity and see how good or bad it is. Um, but my focus isn't really on the activity. It's it's more the weapon. Like, like, since you said the weapon, now that's my focus. And I know we're not on That's, that's where I'm at. That's where that's what's in my head right now. So I wonder what kind of mm-hmm. it's going to be. And it's nice that we're getting a, a, a dungeon, or possibly getting a dungeon, because, again, take all this with a grain of salt. This sure. could materialise. It could be something that was planned in this season, but then may come in a, a later season down the line. But it's it's all it's all good. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's definitely good. And um, I don't know. I... I I, w- I want it to be here, right? I don't want to speculate <laughs> any more than what we already are. Because I just, I want to see what it is. You know, I know the show's about speculating and opinions and this and that and the other. But, you know, I I don't want to say I've got good memories from <laughs> T1, <laughs> Vault of Glass, right? But it's, it's, I want to see how they're going to redo it, right? Because if, we've said this before, if they give us the Vault of Glass as it was with the way we are now, I could give the controller to my dog and he'll figure it out, right? <laughs> I know mean, it's not going to be that. With the, the scaling of how we've, you know, now the power that we now wield compared to how we wielded it in Destiny 1 is absolutely completely different. Absolutely, so yeah. they've got to kind of account for that. And le- reading into that with the precursors and the descendants, maybe that's how they kind of beef up the the Vex that are in the Vault 
glass. You know, that vault of glass that we defeated in Destiny 1 has been and gone. But because of the way that the story elements are kind of interwoven into this and how they're trying to bring Atheon back, or they do bring Atheon back, and it now creates another raid, that there are going to be precursors, there are going to be descendants. These things, are there's going to be new versions of these things that are stasis-wielding in the Vault of Glass, which also then adds a new element to it. So, Well, he also had a storyline in D1, a storyline that we've since then closed. So if they're bringing him back for the Vault of Glass, like, how is that going to fit into the story? Right. Well, that's why they said that because the you know the the precursors and the descendants finally understand how to wield the paracles or stasis ability, they're able to kind of bring him back, which is but quite as interesting. but as what though? Because the vault of glass, the glass didn't have any stasis in it, right? No. So how is that going to change with? The... But if they if they've managed to work out how to use stasis or how to wield stasis, and they can change time and bring things from past present and future into now then you know they've got a great advantage they do but what are they going to do with it how's it gonna how are they going to use it against us are they gonna pop us all around the map you know are they gonna freeze us now are we gonna have to deal with them freezing us now a vex yes. with with, yes. with states abilities goodness yeah. gracious i think also somewhere in the law that Pradith is still meant to be alive in the Vault of Glass, so there may be a returning character. Because you remember that Praedis timepiece from Vault of Glass? Um, the name uh, sounds familiar. Praedis timepiece was a pulse rifle from the Vault of Glass. It says he skipped like a stone on time's ocean. This is what he left unknown. So yeah, it was a pulse rifle from the Vault of Glass. So Praedis might actually be returning at some point in the future, a bit like Saint Fourteen suddenly returned, because we're messing with time and and things like that. I I saw a video and I can't remember who it was by. It was it wasn't by anybody kind of that I, I normally follow. It just kind of popped up on my timeline, and it showed that somewhere on Europa, there seems to be a portal that's kind of it's it looks like a, a piece of a sheet of glass, but when you walk up to it, you can see the vault of glass entrance area with um oh, that's a venus, cool a venus kind of looking it, it may not be how we get onto like venus from europa but it looked really interesting of um and if i find it i will put it in the show notes do apologize because i can't i can't seem to find it but moving on to some tips tricks guides and builds vspawn were yeah. you aware that you could pick any exotic that you wanted to? Uh, I'm going to need you to build on that. Okay. So you know you can do the heroic loss sectors and the master loss sectors, and there's a rotation for what they drop daily. Okay, yeah. Okay. So what if I told you you could collect exotic engrams to basically choose whether you wanted helmet, chest, gauntlets, or boots. I'd as say much you're you hacking the game. Oh. Fallout Plays has done a video, and this was based on somebody else's information. I think it was on Reddit. What they found out is if you have a full inventory of engrams, so say you've got all, all of those um, umbrella engrams, 
Yeah. When when you can't pick up an engram, where does it go? Postmaster. Exactly. Yeah. What they found is that if you have you you stack what you basically have to do is fill up your fill up your inventory with umbral engrams. Uh-huh. Or other engrams. As long as it filled up, it then goes to the postmaster. What you can do is you can go and farm a lost sector and get the engrams to drop and they will go to your postmaster. Yeah. And say you're you're doing like one of the easiest ones. So I think it was Vel Labyrinth or something, isn't there? Which is one of the easier ones to do solo. What you could basically do is farm that lost sector over and over and over again for uh, exotic engrams and they will go and sit at your postmaster. And what they found out is that if you open those from the postmaster, they will drop whatever the exotic is for the heroic or the, the master lost sector is for that day. So say you've gone and farmed in the lost sector for gauntlets, but the heroic version or the master one is dropping it uh, is dropping helmets. If you pull it out of your postmaster, it will give you a helmet. So what they figured out is you can literally farm the lost sectors whenever you want to do that, leave them in your inventory, and then on a day where it comes up that the master lost sector is doing, is giving out whatever you need. So if you want various different helmets, gauntlets, chess pieces, you can then go to your postmaster and pull these up out, and they will all drop whatever that day's master lost sector is giving out. And this also works if you get any exotic from any activity I, I went and kind of tested this externally so i went uh, i think i was just in a, in a strike and at the end of the strike uh, an exotic dropped and i didn't go and collect it i went straight to the postmaster and on the day that it was it gave me a chess piece which was what the heroic or master lost sector was giving out for that day but because i pulled it out of my postmaster that's what it gave me and then I think another day I got another exotic and it changed because it was a different exotic of that day. So this works with any kind of exotic that you get in the game. As long as it goes to the postmaster and not your inventory, what? you can kind of focus what you kind want. So buggy ass. Fallout Place has a really good video explaining it a lot better detail than me. And then Cool Guy has a video reminding people of the Devil's Ruin which is an exotic sidearm that is amazing. And in his video, he puts a good case for why you may want to have this weapon in the future with some of the shotguns and the 120s being down a, a tad, basically, that, you know, there's hardly any recoil weapon and it right. has the added bonus of that burst fire that it can do as well. Yeah. So it's a really interesting video. So I thought I'd point people in the direction of that one. Okay. Uh, gaming Animal. If you want to preview any of the upcoming Guardian Games gear, he has two videos for you for that. Nice. Castle Content, or Castle is Live, has a Read Your Radar. So radar mistakes are holding you back in PvP, and he has a good video on how to, if you're new to the game, how Somebody to read else the radar. Somebody said that a long time ago, too. What's, I know, what's but I like, to rem I, remind, I like to remind people on how to use your radar and what tricks you can use to kind of yep. fool other people. So lion versus the pie slice versus the inside line versus the outside line. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always good to have a refresher on this. 
Ascendant Nomad has got a, quite a funny video because I kind of it clicked with me at the beginning of this week when I was playing Iron Banner because it, it's called uh, Scrub Mentality, and a lot of it was him just raging out at Oh my God, Fell Winters! Oh my God, 120 hand cannons! Get good scrub! <laughs> right. Just him raging at other people, killing him with these weapons and, yeah. and things that he would use. He used to say about these things. I, I feel and, that pain. Yeah, and it, it was kind of my pain at the beginning of the week, but then I thought, you know. At the end of the day, I've got the weapon as well. I could use it, but I'm using an off-meta loadout, off-meta weapons. And I'm quite happy to just play the game, so that's the way I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm not, and, and, and not you, you, that's the right mentality about it, right? You, you're completely right. But him and me and everyone else, I don't care if I have it. I'm tired of being killed by it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I do get it. <laughs> Is, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we got it. We can totally use it. Uh, I don't care. That's <laughs> not <laughs> why I'm mad. <laughs> so, yeah, that those, those are my tips, tricks, guys, and builds for this week. Huzzah. We, we did have a lovely email from AJ Wood. I'd just like to say thank you for your very kind email. And um, Yes, very much. Go ahead. I sent you an email back, so I'm hoping at some point when you either you hear this or you get my you can respond. And then we can have a quick discussion on the show. So that'd be cool. And then we have an email from Colin Stanton, friend of the show. Since I started playing D2, I can only remember one season where hand cannons and either shotguns or snipers were not meta. Right. After, after being killed over and over with 120, by 120 hand cannons, especially Fell Winters. I can, Which is a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I can... can I can firmly say my enjoyment inside the Crucible is suffering. With the nerfs that are coming with next season, I personally don't think the meta will change. If you all had a say in it, where would you like to see the meta shift? He would like to see sidearms and scouts. Be and I, I think I kind of agree with him with that, which is why I picked the cool guy I video to highlight the Devil's Ruin. Because right. so I do, I do enjoy sidearms, and they are very quick if you know how to use them. Well, sidearms, <laughs> side, you can use sidearms right now. Sidearms are still oh, meta, yeah. but they just use the one twenties because they're better, right? But mm. no, you could absolutely melt somebody with a sidearm, even in this meta, quite easily. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so the sidearm part, you know, unless they nerf the one twenties, then sidearms aren't really going to have a spotlight, but yeah, I would like to see them at the forefront, especially like uh, the last dance. Remember when that used to be meta? Oh yeah. my God, dude, that thing was dirty. Uh, but, um, anyway, aside from that, yeah, I totally agree on the scout rifles. I am a big fan of scout rifles. We have a lot of scout rifles, uh, and, uh, they, they don't get to see the play. And even when I'm like doing one V ones and stuff, I'll, I'll, default to like my scout rifle setup just because i think it's the most fun until i realize i'm getting popped at ranges greater than my scout rifle with a freaking yeah. hand cannon and then there's really no point to it right but yeah I, absolutely i get the frustration with that because i pull out the messenger which is meant to be you know a range weapon and oh, yeah. i'm getting mapped by 120 hand cannon literally three shots and I'm like bursting them with a pulse rifle. It makes no sense. And I'm not talking like. And, and you'd think that it would at least flinch them off the headshot that they just tagged you with. But no. Yeah. No, they still tagged that headshot. Like, like you didn't even fire it or whatever. But I, I've mentioned it on, on previous podcasts. And I know it's not actually in the meta now or it's not available at the moment, which is the Black Scorpion 4SR, which 
was available in the Forsaken era. And it, it was just, it was very fast firing. It's one of the vice rapid fire frames. It's an amazing scout rifle. And they yeah. had a version in the Crucible, um, the Iron Banner, which was called the Frostmire Tex again. It had the, um, the vice rapid fire. Sure. And I wish that that kind of, those frames would come back. I think there is a blue version. I think it's the Scorpion. The Sand Wasp? Uh, no, the Sand Wasp the auto rifle. But there is a, a blue version of that. Um, that full auto scout? Yeah, the Black Scorpion. Yeah. yeah. But those ones are, are really cool. And I, I really had right. good fun playing with those. And oh, sometimes I'll, I'll crack it out and play in regular Crucible with it. I remember the first time I was watching a video and they were using uh that full auto vice scout rifle like a submachine gun mm. just deleting people i was like oh my god <laughs> i totally gotta use that and then for that whole season that was basically my loadout it was it, i had that and then i think i had the exotic scout rifle um the keeps your radar active when you sight down it had really really good damage man mine Thank you, Mita Multi Tool. Yes, <laughs> yes. My dog is right here, and she's distracting me. Huh, Layla? Huh? Get you, crazy. But yeah, so um, that would be my secondary for you know whenever I'm camping. <laughs> Parody's so, had to duck out for a second, but I know that Parody would say auto rifles all the way because he loves his sweet business, and all he'd want is an auto rifle meta. Mm. We did have, I mean, we've had variations on metas we've, we've had, had two or we, three scout rifle metas in the past year we yeah right? i think originally we, we had, had scout, scout rifles and then the 720s were a big thing and a few seasons before that it was the the really fast firing one can't remember the name that we had what was it it was um graviton lance and um that was meta for for a while and then we had uriel's gift with the submachine gun the um, Antiope D, that was yep. a meta for a while. Yep. But yeah, I'd like to see. Like, and then the Void one that was like last season and the previous season. The, the I'd void like to see the submachine guns come up slightly because I've got a few good rolls on some of them. But well, when you're kind of when a, a Fell Winter shotgun is bearing down on you, you don't really have an, a, a chance at kind of even melting anybody to the to the extent they are always running away with some health. Um, yeah. To trade, I, I would accept to trade. With but, a Fell yeah. Winters? Good luck. Yeah. But then I, I also do love bows. I love my Le Monarch with um, on my Hunter. It's just, yeah, the Ice Keepers, that's, the, that's how I rock it. It's yeah. just. That's how it should be rocked. Mm. And, and Crazy Mr. Pips does some wonderful videos and he tries to pair Le Monarch with various different things like sidearms, submachine guns hand cannons but I, I do stick to my truth prophecy with that um but I, i've also also loved pulse rifles over the years many many different pulse rifles and at the moment i love the messenger and what i was thinking is maybe next season when they do change it hopefully i can pull out my messenger and you know combat these 120 hand cannons from across the map and and then maybe pair it with the devil's ruin like cool guy says it, it's an amazing weapon and will hopefully shut down like shotgun users fail winters very quickly because it's very stable at like the 
the one shots that it does but then if you charge it up and hold the button down it does that burst like the um 1000 voices so yeah but the the charge up time for that gun for the burst right and then the fact that the weapon fires on trigger release instead of trigger pull which is something people would have to get used to right yeah um that's 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 the whole thing about that gun though is like it takes time you know and when that fell winter just has to turn a corner and pop you once you're not gonna have that time and the same 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 situation with the with, with the submachine gun right unless you see him coming at you from a distance you're not going to win that encounter, even if you start to pre-fire with some of these submachine guns. You know what I mean? Mm. The Felwinters is just too strong, and its range is too big. You know, And I'm not calling for a nerf, right? I'm not one of those people, hey, I don't like it, nerf it kind of thing, right? Um, but I'm just pointing out that with the gun built the way that it's been built, it would have to change or get sunset, or another weapon would have to come out that has a perk that's similar like in a submachine gun form or something like maybe one submachine gun bullet splits into six rounds kind of like the uh that primary uh fusion rifle how it's got the one bolt and the, that bolt splits off into six smaller bolts upon firing right yeah. something like that right unless unless something like that happens then i don't see how it's going to be able to, to change anything you know what i mean but anyway yeah that's just how it is man that's that's my opinion. I don't I don't see it changing anytime soon because of how that shotgun was built. You know. Well, you know, fingers crossed that that you know these. I, I I do like the fact that they're, they're subtle nerfs or subtle changes to the weapons, and hopefully that kind of gives people other avenues and opens up other weapons. I mean, I see discount <laughs> police using various different weapons, saying, "Oh look, I can still use graviton lance. Oh, I can still use this." Well, oh, yeah, you can use a lot of weapons. Still use them out of multi tool, but it doesn't mean that it's gonna it's gonna win you know duels. Yeah, you know. I mean, like like this week in Iron Banner, I was using the um, the TDT build of the Stasis uh, Titan, putting down an ice wall, popping my ice wall mantles to get an overshield, and then using. I was still getting deleted by people very easily. It, I bet it, it's a fun build, but even still, you know, three people with 120 hand cannons can easily take you down absolutely and and that's going to be like that for a while i mean even with like okay the they wanted to get rid of the recluse because too many people were using it they nerfed recluse well people kept using it well then they nerfed it again people kept using it right it wasn't until they had to sunset the daggum thing and then come out with a fell winter's lie or something that it actually truly lost its traction you know yeah yeah well, I'm a well I think anyway. now the now parody's back. I think it's time to hand it over to him to end the show. Wouldn't Indeed. you say? Yes. Indeed. So thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and night demon. Your hunter is no one response in real life. Your war scribe back with us this week is not arf. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at you guessed it, two titans and a hunter. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn on PC. Listen, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere, everywhere the finest podcasts are sold. You can join the Discord at discord.frozen.party. Or not, that's up to you. Don't let me tell you what to do. I'm not your real dad. But I'll bring you two other real dads here every every week, next week, all the weeks to come. Say goodbye, Night Even. Say goodbye, Respawn. Deuces. Bye.
So, I am in a hotel that has no spare bedrooms with a wife, a child, two dogs, and probably some loud neighbors. So, there is going to be ambient noise. And I thought I had brought my mic. I packed my mic. And then the car company said, oh, well, the best thing we can give you is a Toyota Corolla. So, I'm all like, okay, well, now we have to you know, compact what we're bringing so that all of us can fit in a Corolla. And then when I get to the car dealership, the lady that likes me is working and gives me a minivan. So I'm like, okay, now we have to reverse pack and take the stuff we were originally going to bring. And one of the things that my wife didn't pack is my external podcast microphone. Yeah, you. On brand. Yeah, wife. I'm staring at you when I say that. Ow. I still say it. I don't know why you do that. You're being awfully brave for somebody standing in nothing but a robe. Get her, Flash. How have you got the dog in the hotel room? What do you mean, how have I got him? You can have dogs in hotel rooms, especially service animals. So you're now claiming you're blind? What? Do you have a stick? Do you walk around with a stick and pretend that Flash is your blind guide dog? I said service animal, not guide dog. (laughs) He's like, so you're claiming you're blind now? What the? F- what? A service dog is not just for blind people, you psychopath. Service dogs encompass a wide variety of different needs and or wants. Well, see, I thought the dog was, you know, because you were partially blind, which would explain your poor gameplay as a hunter. 